Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sexcast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. Buckle up, guys. We're in for a fun one today. Thank you for stopping by and listening. And I am sure that the title of this track has definitely piqued your interest. Desire. And where have you gone? Desire is probably one of the biggest things that I work with with my clients. Seen that they have struggled with and men too, like Everyone struggles with desire, I think, at some point or another. So desire, where have you gone? And when the fuck can you come back to me? Especially if you've been in a relationship for a really long time, or maybe you were just like, I just feel like I've never really truly felt that deep desire for something. So we're going to talk about it today. The sex magic, the M word, masturbating, your self-pleasure practice, and then sharing it with a partner. So buckle up. This episode is going to be raw and real. So if you know me, you might have heard me say this expression before, and I'm going to like prepare you before I say this expression because When I have said this expression before, it has made the room go very quiet. (laughs) Moments where I'm like, oh, they just don't get me. Uh, And then when I'm like elaborate a little bit, they're like, oh, okay. But this is my rule to live by. I think this is where a lot of desire issues stem from. And that is if you can't fuck you, how can you enjoy fucking someone else? What does that even mean? It means if you are not accepting your body, if you are not loving your body, if you are not going through the motions of what makes you feel good, and I'm not talking about just in sex, I'm talking about everyday life. My favorite saying besides this one is, would you want to fuck your life? That means does your life turn you on? Does it? Does it really turn you on? Like, does it really make you tingle and feel warm and like just want to explode? Does it really turn you on? Because if your life is not turning you on and you can't fuck you, then it's going to be a really hard time trying to fuck someone else. So you see when people come to me with desire issues, especially in a couple setting, I'm like, oh, hold your horses. We got to go way back. I hate to say it. But the number of people I've met who do not practice any self-pleasure, and so, like I said, self-pleasure does not necessarily mean masturbating. When I say the P word, pleasure means like, what is turning you on? What do you desire? What, what, what gets you going? What do you want to wake up and do every day? If someone said, I want you to craft the perfect Tuesday, what would it look like? You know, if you were to get up and say, without money being an issue, without anything in the world happening. If you could just get up one day and do whatever you wanted, what would that look like? 
that's the kind of stuff that's going to help spark your desire and dive back into what really turns you on. And do you want to fuck your life? Does your life turn you on? Or are you like on this mundane roller coaster where you're like, I'm not happy in my relationship. My sex life fucking sucks. Like, where are you at? Self-pleasure. And when it comes to self-pleasure and having a practice, practice means you intentionally do something. It means you do something whether you want to do it or not. Did you want to show up to every basketball practice when you were in fifth grade? Probably not, but you did it anyways, and you were glad you did. Having a self-pleasure practice means that you are going to practice it, and you are going to do it, and you are going to do it intentionally. And so especially for people who have been in years of a slump of not taking care of themselves, not paying attention to what they want, not looking at their desires, putting everybody first but you, filling everyone else's cup but yourself, this is a very sensitive place to kind of tap into. So I'm not going to go super deep anymore on this episode because I'll blab for literally 20 more minutes. By the way, these episodes will always be between 15 and 20 minutes. I know I'm a tease, but it keeps you coming back for more. How to really kind of dip back in to having a self-pleasure practice and where can you start? It just comes back to a few key things and a few little practices that I like to integrate in. And if you're like, I'm such a horrible person at starting things, like I can just never start. Like I, I think about it and then I just, I just can't start. Like, I just don't know how I'm going to say, stop overthinking it and just jump in and wake up one day and say, you know what? Tomorrow is Saturday. I am going to get up and I am going to do my laundry and I'm going to do yoga. And then I'm going to take a hot bath because I fucking deserve it. Just start. If you're worried about like trying to keep going on, what if I can't do it for a year straight? Don't worry about a fucking year. Who knows where the hell we're going to be in a fucking year. Worry about what you're going to do tomorrow. How are you going to change tomorrow? How are you going to make tomorrow different? If you are really struggling with desire and maybe you don't have a self-pleasure practice, or maybe you're like, yeah, I haven't taken care of myself in a while. The first things I look at, if your life is not turning you on, AKA you don't want to fuck your life. Number one, are you working to live or are you living to work? Mm, This one's going to burn a little bit. It's probably making your butt cheeks clench a little bit because you're like, fudge, throw me under the bus, Sierra. Are you in the part of your life where you are just literally getting up every day to go to work and you are just living for that job and you are not taking vacations and you are not living for you and you're not tapping into what you really want. And if you could design your life however you wanted to design your life, that you're you're not looking into that. So are you living to just work and show up to your job every day? Are you going to your job every day so that you can go and spend time with your priorities? This is number one. If you're going to practice loving yourself, you have to love yourself and you have to fill your cup in order to fill the cups around you. So if you're just continually pouring and you're never taking care of you, you're probably listening to this thinking, wow, she nailed it. I'm burnt out as fuck. Checking back in with your priorities you could wake up one day and decide exactly how that day is going to be, who's going to be there? Who would you have there? Would there be multiple people there? Or would there be maybe one person? What does that day look like? Because thinking of that is going to hone in this question. What are your priorities? And what are your priorities in life? And what matters most to you? So are you living to work? Or are you working so that you can go live the fucking life that you deserve? 
senses are key in our arousal and so is environment. And we live in a very heavy stimulated environment these days, advertising nonstop, screens, social media, there is a lot of overstimulation that is going on. And so environment is very key in our arousal. Not only that, but like your daily environment and how you live. One of the biggest changes when people ask me like, wow, you definitely have had a lot more healthy work habits. Because if you would have talked to Sierra five years ago, I would have been like, <laughs> organized. <laughs> That's funny. I have come a very long way. Just happened by waking up every day and saying, I'm going to do this today. And you know, I'm, I'm probably going to not fucking do it every day. I'm going to fall off, but I'm going to practice and focus on doing this every single day. And when you do that, you're going to see results. You're going to see change. You're going to see a pivot. So check in with your environment. And when I mean changes in environment, remember, if you've watched, if you listen to uh, one of my other episodes, I talked about my word being removed. And this was part of this process, removing everything from my life that no longer served me. When you remove the shit around you, you remove the clutter in your mind too. And so for me, doing purges on things and doing projects on things that I had said I would do forever and finally doing them and making the environment what I want, the colors bringing in. Like if you come in my house, I have a freaking bright olive green couch, like maybe kind of baby poop green couch. Like I would have never bought that ever for myself. And if you're one of my friends, you're probably laughing your ass off right now at me. <laughs> but I started looking at what turns me on, what do I want to see, and what do I want my environment to be? Just from day-to-day -day life, what's your environment look like? And then what is your environment look like when you are sparking that desire or in those intimate moments with a partner? Do you have candles lit? Do you have something smelling really nice in the room? Do you have a little tray of tasty treats? What are you doing to tap into all five senses. Have you ever brought a plate of chocolate or whipped cream or something in the bedroom? By the way, whipped cream, do not put it below your waist, please. That is yeast infection waiting to happen. There is lube for that. Food, though, can be a huge turn on. And why food is so sensual and sexy is because you are using all five senses when you eat food. How is your life turning you on? Are you living to work? Are you working to live? Senses and your environment are super important. And last but not least, three, masturbating. First off, it's fucking normal. And if anyone has ever told you that touching your body is wrong, they lied to you or they just weren't educated themselves. Masturbating is normal. It's healthy. And it is also the safest sex that you can practice. So one of the biggest things that just drives me crazy is there's no sexual education in schools right now. There's very limited policies even stating how much sexual education has to be included into our kids' content. And look at the teenage pregnancies, the STI and STD rates in teenagers because they're not being educated. I mean, if you're listening to this, you are probably like, that's why I'm here because I wasn't educated. It's okay to not know. But if you are aware that you don't know, it is then your responsibility to find out. Once again, that's where your priorities are going to come in. There are actually, whenever I looked into some of this research, I have a lot of content coming out on masturbating and self-pleasure practices. So I have done very extensive research lately. And some of the leading religious organizations of the world actually have in their documentation on their websites that your body belongs to your husband and that 
touching your own body is wrong. And if you guys want the links, totally DM me because I will totally dig it up for you. It was actually revolting whenever I found this content. And I was like, I knew this was out there, but like seeing it and actually reading it just did something for me. Like I'm a very visual person and very audible. So like whenever I visually see it and then I hear it, like it just clicks for me better. So reading this and seeing this on the site, I was like shocked. I'm like, why is this shock me like this? And I think it was not shock, but fucking disgust because there are leading organizations out there that have massive influence on our future generations and on us. And they are teaching people that their bodies are gross and that their bodies aren't safe and that it's not okay to touch your body, and that your body belongs to a man. What in the actual fuck? Like, if this pisses you off just as much as me, you are in the right spot, baby. All right? Like, if this just, like, fucking lights your ass on fire, then you're in the right damn spot. You are in charge of your body. Your body is yours, and you decide who you let in, and you can change your mind at any time who you allow in your space. Flush everything that you've ever known. Otherwise, you own your body and your body is your safe place. Let's look further into that and why crushing the masturbating stigma is literally one of my life goals. It's a life goal. Who would have ever thought life goal crush the masturbating stigma? Why is masturbating even healthy for us? Like, why should we even have it in our lives. And let's dive into that for a second, because some people are like, well, give me some facts. Like, what are the actual facts of why masturbating is even healthy for you? Like, I am intrigued, but I'm still not convinced. And I'm still unsure. I will bet that if you are listening to this, you are going to want one or more of the following. Not only does masturbating increase your sex drive. Yet again, one of the biggest struggles I have seen my clients have is increasing your libido. It takes orgasms to get orgasms and the more orgasms you have, the more orgasms you're going to have. Masturbating and pleasing yourself. And even if you're not orgasming, you are creating those new neuropaths from your brain in your body and it is preparing your body and it is going to increase your sex drive. Infertility, conceiving, how many people have struggles with infertility and conceiving? It's like, I feel like I know so many people and I know I'm in the, I have a lot of women friends, a lot of female friends. So I probably know a little bit more because I just have a lot of more women in my life, things like that are coming out, like how bad all the dyes. And of course, everything we knew was bad for us, but do we really know what it has been doing to our female reproductive system? How many women are just having sex to conceive? You're just having sex. Oh, time to have sex. We got to make a baby. We got to make a baby. And you're just doing a routine. You're doing a transaction. Let's do this baby making kind of transaction. I truly believe that that is not how we were meant to procreate. I believe that we were made to procreate in a very deep, passionate, love-making setting because when a woman is in her divine and she has unlocked that inner goddess and she knows she is safe in her body and she owns her body and she owns her pleasure, it is going to unlock a whole new door. Of course, I'm not a doctor, but seeing some of my friends and people like through acquaintances that I have heard of who have absolutely changed their life and healed from past trauma and people who were never supposed to get pregnant are getting pregnant. 
I have talked to many clients who have also talked about when they quit a job after like a freaking stressful year of just like, I can't conceive, it's been a year. I finally quit my job, got pregnant two weeks later. That was my story. I quit my, when I resigned from my nursing job, I was pregnant in two weeks after trying for a year. So stress on the body is doing crazy things. So not only is everything else, but masturbating is going to get you in touch with yourself and in your body and how you feel. It's also going to unlock your likes and dislikes. You're going to get to know your body, what feels good, how to turn yourself on. Do you know what kind of stimulation? Are you a like sw tender swiper or like bean flicker? Like what turns you on? <laughs> when you know what turns you on, then you're going to be able to tell someone else and communicate that to someone else who wants to please you, how they can better please you. It's going to help you have better partnered sex as well. And it's going to help you direct your partner better and communicate what you want in the bedroom. Masturbating. Manifest your desires through masturbating. Let me tell you what, there's going to be tons more episodes on this because like I said, you're going to get a lot of masturbating self-pleasure practice content from me. This is one of my favorite fucking things to talk about. And it is something that I have experienced and kind of went through like on my own, but also like going through sex coaching school. We had to peel back all of our layers and get to the core of us. And so it's been a very deep personal journey. And so that's why I definitely feel so much more confident in who I am because I've done the fucking work and I've gone through all the layers, the bad layers, the good layers that I never have wanted to go through. So when I found this practice, I was like, huh, if you would have told me about this like a year ago, I would have been like, wow, that's kind of weird. <laughs> so uh, just simmer on it and know that more is coming, but masturbating and manifesting your desires. There is something so empowering about masturbating and pleasing yourself to what is turning you on in your life and manifesting what you want. When you masturbate to manifest your desires, you are also just putting it out in the universe what you want. And let me just say, in the universe, energy matches energy. The energy you get is the energy you're going to give. And the energy you give is the energy that you're going to get. Masturbating also helps you feel safer in your own body especially if you have ever experienced any kind of sexual trauma. And I'm probably, whenever I talk about this, if you want to know the statistics on how many people have had sexual trauma, think about everyone who might listen to my podcast. And that's about three-fourths of that. So that many people have experienced some form of trauma. When you masturbate, this brings it home to creating that safe space again, holding your body and holding yourself and knowing that you are loved. It's going to give space for you to love yourself. And when you give space for you to love yourself, that grants space for the people around you to love themselves. And think of your kids. If you're listening to this and you're a parent, if you're not loving you, that's the example you're setting for your kids. And when you don't love you, you're not giving space for the people around you to share that love. So you got to take care of you. You got to fill your cup before you ever try and fill anybody else's cup. And what kind of example are we setting if we're not giving space to love ourselves? if we're not comfortable in our own body. And some of the stuff I say is probably going to make you feel uncomfortable because when you look at some of these hard truths, it's like, man, but I've lived so long this way. But now you know, and now you can take action. 
it's not your fucking fault that you were never taught. It's not your fault. So you need to release that shame. You need to release that feeling of guilt. You were never taught. You were never educated. You were never told masturbating was okay. You were probably never told that it's okay to touch your body. And if you were never told all these things, it is not your fault. But now that you know, and now that you know there's more options out there and you're going to feel comfortable in your own body, now that you know, you can then take action. So what does your future look like now that you know? What is tomorrow going to look like? What's your next sexual encounter going to look like? What's your next masturbating session going to look like? The next wank session. When you grant that space to love yourself, it is going to grant that space for the people around you to also love themselves. Masturbating because if you haven't been convinced by now that masturbating needs to be in your life, I'll hit you with this one. Where are my analytical people at? Who, where are my numbers people who are like, I need statistical numbers, Sierra? Here is your statistical number, baby. 80% of women who think they've had an orgasm actually haven't. 80% of women. You mean to tell me like out of the 10 people I've fucked, only two of them have maybe had an orgasm? <laughs> Sorry, that's the only way I can do math. But like what? 80% of women who think they've had an orgasm actually have it. Ladies, that is a very sad number. If you know that, if you're like, oh, that's me, that's me. I'm the one who I'm not sure if I've ever had an orgasm. It's okay. There's no shame in not knowing. Masturbating also supports your mental health and it is the safest sex that you can have. Instead of teaching our kids that abstinence, 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 how about we teach them protection? How about we teach them safe sex that is their own body? Nobody's even involved in that. Like, how could a parent not be even more happier? Like, I don't know how many people have talked to me about, I don't want to catch my kid masturbating. I don't want to like, oh, I can't, I don't want to. I'm so scared when that conversation comes up. I can totally understand your fear because you're not comfortable with your own self. I would be scared shitless too if I wasn't comfortable with myself. That's why I'm here. That's why you're listening to this you're in the right fucking spot. When it comes to teaching your kids that safe sex, masturbation is the safest sex. When you normalize it, know the benefits and know that it's not fucking weird. It's normal. I support safe sex all the fucking way. It's also convenient. How many of us have been like really fucking horny in the most inconvenient times? You're like one out in the bathroom. Better reproductive health. I have some links that I can attached to this episode on Psychology Today that has some great information on where masturbating puts your reproductive health. It also supports sleep and falling asleep for my insomnia people. If you're not convinced yet, you need to masturbate. I don't know what else will. And it also supports your cardiovascular health. So guys, that is definitely on you. Remember, a lot of your arousal comes from your circulatory system. When you're masturbating, you are actually supporting your cardiovascular health, your circulatory system, and it is also going to build your endurance. So for my guys who need a little bit more endurance in the bedroom or my two pump chumpers, that's what we used to call them, masturbate and a wank a day, keep the doctor away. A wank a day will keep endurance at play. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm out of fun stuff for you today. So I'm going to leave you with a challenge today. I want you to schedule some sexy magic for yourself. Sexy sex magic. That is where you are going to turn yourself the fuck on. Take yourself out to a fancy steak dinner. 
light some candles and go to town with a vibrator. What is going to turn you on? Pull out your calendar right now. Your phone is probably already close to you. And I want you to pick a time that is going to be your time. And you're like, I'm a mom. I don't. Girl, priorities. Remember what we said at the beginning of this episode? Dudes, girls, all the people, priorities. If you want a better sex life, you're still going to have to put in the work. If you want to live a life that you fucking love, that you want to fuck, you're going to have to put in the work. But let me just say, it is fucking good on the other side. So pull out your calendar, put it in a date, an hour. You've got an hour. And if you're like, I can't do an hour. My schedule's just so busy. <gasps> yes, you can. You can do an hour. But if you really can't, 30 minutes. Put aside 30 minutes to turn yourself on and do something for you. Sexy magic. Drop it in your calendar. Thank you so much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.